It's the Chatting Breeze Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Chatting Breeze podcast. It's me, Don the Hippie, and I'd like to introduce you to the new host, Helen. Hi, co-host, co-host. Beg your pardon. So, are you excited? I am. I'm excited, I'm a bit nervous, but it'll be fine. It will be fine, it will be fine. (laughs) It's going to be good. I've got... um, I put some posts out on social media recently, letting everyone know about the new co-host. And um, we've had some some messages in. We've had lots of people saying lovely things and that they're excited about the new the new setup with me and Helen. For um, people that don't know, Helen is my wife <laughs> of like <laughs> eight years. Am I right? Did I get it right? Nearly eight years. Nearly eight years. We're seven and a half. So so nearly eight years. Um, I'll I'll take that. I've done. That's a win. So um, together, me and Helen, we've got three kids. And uh, yeah, they are pretty awesome. But we won't spend all our time talking about the kids, although I'm sure some funny anecdotes will come up from time to time. (laughs) So I thought that it would be nice to start off with some messages that have been sent in from the public. Now, I have seen the messages um, because I I manage the, the accounts, really, the emails, the Instagram. So when you get a message from me or a reply, um, we are going to try and sort it out so you'll know who's replying in some way. Or well, you'll know who has put a post up going by the colour of the background. That was Helen's idea. I think that's a, a, a good idea. So you know who's posted it. And all the bad spelling um, will be mine. We'll be on side. Yeah, that will be me. <laughs> right. So I thought we would go and I would we'd start off with some comments. And we'll... Da, 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 let me find them. Here we are. So we've got quite a few. Here we are. So um, we've got a message that has come from, it's not really a name. Um, <laughs> it's it's from The Great Divide, 1234. So The Great Divide, 1234. Thank you for sending in a message. They said, um, I'll say they, love the show. Can't wait to see what the future holds. Hi, Helen. Oh, hi. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that was a lovely little thing. Um, The next one is, I can't wait till the next episode. Well, you're in it. (laughs) And that's from Stuart from London. So thank you, Stuart. Thank you, Stuart. Hello. (laughs) Right. Now, I found that we're getting people from all over the place. Nice. So we're getting, um, there's um, mostly America, which is interesting considering when we first started this out it was um we thought we weren't going to have anyone listen and now we've got people from america listening which is quite fun so shall we 
Should we do some questions? Actually, now I've got another. I've got another message. Let me get the other message up. One second. Sorry, guys. But I'm not that organised, evidently. Right. So, Helen, why don't you tell them about yourself? Tell them what you do for work and and stuff while I find find a message. And stuff. And stuff. About me? Oh. Um, I work in vets. I do the admin work there. I'm not a vet. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't really know what, what else there about me. The rest of the time, I um, I just stay at home and play mummy, which is the best job in the world. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> and you're very, very good at it. I'm oh, not... Um, I feel like you kind of have to say that a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah, the kids would be broken if I if I was in charge of them all the time. Um, yeah, mentally and physically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mostly physically. Um, I, I, I don't tend to have the filter that you have when... When doing stuff like that, looking after the kids, um, oh yeah, I definitely have them broken. Let's have a look. We're almost there, I promise. That's not from the right one. Here we are. Right, so we have a message from Nat. Now we know Nat, so we do this, know Nat. this is a bit of a this is a bit of a cheat message but nat has left a message and we'll play it now hi guys i just wanted to say i absolutely love the podcast um i've really enjoyed listening to the last couple you've done um but i'm super excited that you finally got a woman on board and i'm looking forward to your next couple of um podcasts from now on thanks Ah, that was nice. Thank you. A little bit of pressure representing the uh, the female population over here. (laughs) The entire female population is going to be, um, yeah, on riding, riding, yeah, yeah. on your shoulders. Excellent. That's that's um, a lot of pressure. See, no one really expects much of me, so that's so that's quite um, quite a relaxing situation to be in. People know that they keep the you keep the bar low. You'd have don't to worry. expect too much. That's nice. it. You don't have to worry. Nice. That's it. I um, I found the sweet spot. I think. Now, again, like I said, we've got we've got um, lots of listeners from all over the world, and we have really recommended that people come and they leave us messages, and so we can get to know the audience because realistically, it's important that they um. That we know them as much as they know us. Yes, exactly that. So we've got uh, a few messages. That I'll, I'll share again. Uh, uh, no, a few questions mm-hmm. that um, people have sent in, which is always fun. Um, and again, I've kind of read them because I have to filter out ones that we couldn't just... Inappropriate. Yeah, randomly blur <laughs> out online. So um, I've decided we'll try and keep um, them a little bit more pg than um, some of them have come through. But, so... Oh, okay. So, what are three book recommendations that you would have for listeners? And that came from Rebecca from Ohio. Nice. Hi, Rebecca. Um, do you want to go first? Am uh, I you, going you first? You go ahead. You go ahead. Mm, I think okay. Rebecca would like your books more than my books. 
You never know. Oh, maybe. You maybe I can't, I can't. Actually, yes, good point. Good point. Um, okay, so... Um, okay, so one of mine would have to be The Silent Patient by... I'm probably going to pronounce his surname wrong, so... Alex the, yeah, on the off chance he's listening. <laughs> I apologise. Um, but Alex Michelades, I believe. Michelades. I think you nailed it. But yeah, do you reckon? I think you nailed it. Do you reckon? But um, yeah, The Silent Patient it is brilliant. I absolutely love it. If you it, definitely, definitely have to read that. If it's not Alex Michelades, um, then you're going to have to come on the show and tell us how to pronounce it, <laughs> yeah. is the is the gist. Even if you just want to send in a send in a message at speakpipe dot com forward slash chatting breeze to correct our to correct our mispronunciation <laughs> of your name apologies but i am recommending your book so yeah brownie points there yeah, um hashtag winning <laughs> so that would be one um uh another case okay, so number two would be the holiday uh by tm logan um that was actually you're from Ohio but over here in the UK it's actually just been made into um a four-part tv series which was really good it was loved that we both watched that but um so you probably wouldn't be able to get that but you'd definitely be able to get hold of the book so I highly recommend that um and a little a a little bit of inside we are trying to get TM Logan on the podcast um I've been talking to him was talking to him today and we're trying I'm trying to I'm trying to weasel weasel my way into his diary to try and get us a little a little interview slot so that should be good so thank you Rebecca from Ohio yep I only did two I'm sorry but I can't think of a third one um didn't you have another another, the, the other TM Logan one that you were working on um yeah, well, another one of his, The Catch, is, I mean, generally, he's just a really good author. So yes. any of his books, if you find any of his, you're winning. Yeah. Are you not going to do yours? Oh, yeah. So, oh, so you want three recommended books. Now, I am doing 100 books this year. So I'm trying to get through 100 books. and uh, But I tend to find an author and then stick to them like glue for a while. So I would highly recommend Stephen King. Stephen King. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen King. Um I yeah, Stephen King is one of my faves. He um I'm trying to think of books I would recommend of his above all the others, which is hard. It now that is a long, long book, but it is definitely worth it. Um a lot of people have the misconception that a lot of people have the misconception that it's a a, a horror book about clowns, which um, which are Don's favourite thing. Yeah, I've got a phobia of clowns, <laughs> so it's not a horror book about clowns. It's actually a really good book about people. It's about the children of Derry and how childhood feels to them, which is fantastic. Um, a bit nostalgic, makes you think about your childhood. So def- that's definitely worth a read. Um, The Hobbit. I've just finished The Hobbit. I read it when I was younger, and it was it was fun and it was um interesting. But it's um definitely got a lot more meat to it now than it did then. I've remember things a bit better. Um, 
from having reading it as a child, but the the there's there's bits in it that I didn't quite get then, which I get now, which is quite nice metaphors and such. Um, and mm, I would say the troop by Nick Cutter. That's my number three. That's about a scout group that go to a island where there is um, a surprise waiting for them. No spoilers. <laughs> so, yep. Thank you, Rebecca, for your question. For your question. Right. So we've got a new one. Another one from the US. Nice. And it says, what did you want to be when you were a kid and why? I wanted to be a vet. <laughs> the thing that I am not, <laughs> but I'm in the building. Yeah, so it's all good. Um, I wanted to be a vet for the common reason of I loved animals and I wanted to help them. But then as I grew up, the kind of the perfect little bubble that I thought being a vet was, as in just making animals better and playing with puppies and kittens the bubble kind of got popped when I realized that there is another side to it as well <laughs> that happens yeah like yeah, almost not... just as often so yeah I decided that part I couldn't cope with that bit was not for me um so I still get to play with the puppies and kittens but I don't have to do anything any any of the nasty stuff <laughs> Basically, yeah. I get to be up in the offices and just come down and play with the puppies and kittens. Well, so that's what I wanted to be. That sounds like a lovely job. <laughs> sounds like a lovely job. I, I know you enjoy your work. Um, you I get do. the best of both, don't you? You get to use your brains, the brains that you've got that I've not really got, the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the academic brains. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what I wanted to be. I think I more than anything else I wanted to be someone of service someone that I I wanted to be a fireman for a while because I wanted to save people but then realized I didn't like the idea of not saving people and having to deal with that side of the job um I wanted to be a policeman for a little while but again I realized that you're you're pretty disliked by a lot of people and it's funny isn't it how many occupations that when you're when you're young like they seem like the dream and that they'd be perfect but then as you get that bit older you realize that there's there's flaws with every job there is there is there's um there's definitely negative (laughs) there's always a dark side (laughs) yeah yeah so that's um so i'd say yeah someone in emergency services and i wanted to do it so i could save people and um yeah i didn't do either of those um yeah so that was um from brian from new york hello brian hello brian thank you for your message now we've got a message from um travis now travis he owns a a podcast card making company so it's a company that makes like a deck of cards it's called pod decks go check them out um and they make decks of cards that have questions that you can ask um your guests if you find it hard to think of questions nice good idea it's a good idea it's um a bit like a um like a quiz but directed at podcasters so i like that he's got he's definitely found himself a good little niche there so I'm, I'm hoping this is going to be a good question. 
because it's kind of what he does. Yeah, your reputation's on the line, <laughs> Pierre Travis. There we go. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, it's Travis from Poddex, and I just wanted to ask you, Don and Helen, a question. And by the way, uh, loving that Helen is now a part of the show. Big upgrade. Uh, my question for you is, what is one thing your spouse does that absolutely drives you crazy? Okay? One thing that they do that makes you absolutely mad. Loving the show. Have a great day. Oh. oh, I'm kind of still getting over the um the massive upgrade comment there. <laughs> Thank Sorry, you. Sorry, George. <laughs> um, oh, one thing <laughs> that's hard. <laughs> oh, love you too. <laughs> oh, I'm only kidding. Um, oh, that's tough. That makes me really mad. I mean, like, there's lots of little things, like as I'm sure there is in. in every Let's couple. Oh no, I don't think we've got enough time for that. Oh, um, <laughs> um, drives me absolutely mad. Do you know, I just... I don't know. I mean, I suppose the thing that probably, I guess, maybe gets closest to that is you losing things. Oh yeah, We're going to generalise it I as losing that, yeah. things. And then there's different elements within that category. So there's just the fact you've lost it and you've got no idea where it is and it's obviously always something important yeah nine times out of ten it would be your headphones yes. which live in live your in ears 99 ear. percent yeah. of the time which they should <laughs> um and so then there's the panic about that because you couldn't possibly live without your headphones <laughs> but then there's the other side to it that is what I'm going to call Tornado Don. Oh, Tornado Don. So this is when you're about to leave for work and you can't find your keys, for example. Yes. Tornado Uh, Don literally, hold up now, Tornado Don will literally just go flying around the house, throwing things about in his path, just like a tornado. And then whether he finds it or not... (laughs) the point where he's got no more time to look he just goes out the door and leaves his chaos for me to clear up <laughs> so yeah that's pretty annoying and it happens pretty frequently yeah, yeah all right all right <laughs> you're gonna own that one yeah i'm gonna own that one yeah. yeah so yeah i i lose stuff and mm. then panic when i can't find it or blame me. Or blame or blame Helen. And um, is it ever me? Very seldomly. <laughs> very seldomly is it you, but it's you. Um, mm. Okay. So yeah. So that's um. Yeah, that's a good. That, that's a good thing to. Right. Where shall I start? Yeah, yeah. I'm perfect. <laughs> close, close. My. The thing that drives me most mad is got to be that you never want to talk about what's wrong. I'm a woman, babe. Yeah, but still, it's I feel that the silent treatment for most men isn't a punishment. Women have this thing that they think, oh, I'll just ignore him and that will really get on his goat. But most men actually enjoy the fact that they're getting a bit of peace and quiet. Where 
I don't like that. I need to know what's wrong yesterday and need to know as soon as possible. And you like to withhold that information. And part of me thinks it's because you enjoy it. I think you enjoy watching me squirm knowing that something is bothering you and I can't do anything about it. See, like, hang on, just going back a little step there. Your comment of how women try to to give men the silent treatment as punishment. Now, I think you're selling women a bit short there because personally, I think we know that you guys will in, will enjoy the peace and quiet and not being nagged at, right? We're not silly. We know this. Realistically, what we're doing in that time is going through in our head the proper revenge. Okay. <laughs> the proper payback. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, so sec- you may think you're getting away with it, but no, no, no. <laughs> so, so the second thing then <laughs> is that my wife is scheming against me and is looking... <laughs> yeah, but I... Well, yeah. Yeah, she's scheming. There you go. My thing is that my <laughs> wife is planning on killing me in my sleep. And yeah. So the Jamboree's podcast, maybe looking for another co-host shortly. Yeah, the other, <laughs> the other, the other ones, they're yeah, not coming back. Right. <laughs> so thank you, Travis. We, thank we you. We respect and love your question. We have another question, which is pretty, pretty solid. Let's have a look. If you had to describe yourself as an animal... Which animal would it be and why? And that was from Katie from the Isle of Man. Wow. Hi, Katie Hi, from Katie. the Isle of Man. Hi. Um, oh, you've had more time to think about this, so you can go first on this one. Oh, I would be a wolf, I think. A wolf. So I, I like to think of myself as like a family man, someone that's, you know, their family comes first. And the they they lead by example. So they do things, they work hard, and they show people what they should be doing rather than telling them what they should be doing. I think that's quite a serious answer. But yeah, I, I would go with Wolf. I had thought of it already because I read I read the questions. Yeah. Um I had that little bit of extra extra breathing room, but yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go with a lion because... Lion. Yeah, because... A lioness, obviously, to be precise. Oh. Because... You're too main. I mean, I pretty much have one. You do. do. But anyway, no, a lioness because, like, generally, like, if you see them, they're pretty chilled out. Like, a lot of the time, they're just sort of lying out in in the sun often. Mm, Like, I mean, who doesn't like that? So they're pretty chilled out, but then when they need to be they're they're very defensive and very angry they they defend their young they're very protective over their young mm. so i'd hear that they um they're the ones who'll go out and get the food yeah i'm sure i do that so <laughs> so yeah so most of the time they're pretty chilled out pretty easy going happily just chilling out but um but they definitely have another side when uh, when they need to yeah yeah. So um yeah, see, that, um, maybe I should maybe I should be a lion then because it would be a, bit, a bit lazy of... and let the woman do everything for you. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> and the fact that it would be quite an odd partnership, wouldn't it? If it was like the wolf and the lioness. Imagine what their cubs would be like. I don't know. I mean, what would it be called? 
Oh, a were lion. Mm. A were lion. Or if you guys at home can think of what a lilf. A lilf. <laughs> that's a bit too close to milf. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's um. Yeah, so I think I'd have to be a lion as well because I couldn't then not have my wife, which is which would be, <laughs> which would suck. Especially the fact that if she le- if I was left with the kids as well, and like I'd just break them, and then that leads to all sorts of trouble. Psst. Hey, babe, did you know the Good Level offers CBD oils, balms, and jellies, all of which are full spectrum and extracted by cold press? Yep, and their oils are made with extra virgin olive oil from Kalamata, and that makes them taste much better than others that I've tried. They also have a commitment to sustainability, which you know I love, pledging to plant at least 500 trees every year. And all of the packaging is recyclable. And if you want to try them out, head over to thegoodlevel.com and enter Chatting 10 at checkout to get 10% off your first order. Okay, so the next question is from someone I know. I've chose I chose this one because they actually they direct messaged me, and I thought I better might as well um, use their one, which is quite sweet. So um, it's Ruby from Surrey. Now Ruby, I used to work with. Um, she, she, I was one of her managers, um, but she's lovely, and she has asked. What made you want to start a podcast? Now, I'll jump on it first because I actually wanted to start the podcast. Um, it was it was um, something I wanted to do. I like talking and I thought people might actually want to hear me talk, <laughs> which um, it appears they do. We get, we've got quite a few people listening, so that's always nice. So, yeah, I think it's, yeah, because I like talking is going to be the answer. And I think we'll adapt the question slightly. For Helen, because it wasn't massively voluntary that she came on the podcast. <laughs> I I kind of asked her a lot, and then she <laughs> finally agreed. So, what made you say yes? Say yes. Okay. So, <clears throat> I mean, I suppose there's a couple of things. Firstly, um, I guess kind of because of you to an extent, <laughs> like again on multiple levels obviously because you're my husband you were asking me yeah. and so I was just I was being nice but also she's nice she's a nice person <laughs> I am nice um but apart from when I'm growling apparently <laughs> um I've got a growl noise yeah a Carol Baskin <laughs> yeah we love Carol Baskin <laughs> um so yeah and so partly because I know this means a lot to you this is um I don't know, it's, it's kind of like like a hobby, but more than that, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and you really sort of wanted to make something of it and to really see where it can go and for it to do well and everything. So I sort of wanted to be there so to support you with that. Yeah, exactly. But then also there is the other side of... Um, the, although sort of my hesitance was... So I suppose because I was a bit nervous of it. But at the same time, I was there for everyone that's been filmed so far. Although yeah. obviously I wasn't on it. I was in the room. I was yeah. in the room when it happened. I was in the room when it happened. <laughs> the room when it happened. Um, so I've kind of, although I've not been 
on the mic or on on camera. I've sort of feel like I've a little bit been part of it. She is. So... She's always been part of the chatting breeze family. <laughs> always. So um so yeah, I suppose that was kind of the next step to step up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is so yeah. Lovely. That's my answer. Yeah. So that's that's all for the questions. the questions. Nice. Um, there are more. But I thought since people did go out their way to send them in, we can we can spread them out over a few episodes, which yeah. I think will be quite nice. Um, we've had some interesting suggestions for uh, a segment that we're going to be putting in, which is uh, weird food combinations. Yes. Um, I we haven't we haven't got a jingle yet, so I'm going to be working on that. But um, so the but for this week's weird food. Combinations, combinations is going to be oh i don't know this she doesn't know this Surprise. it's going to be peanut butter on pizza nice so peanut yeah pizza. peanut butter on pizza on what pizza it has to be a plain cheese pizza apparently plain margarita nice okay. it has to be a plain cheese pizza with, with peanut, butter. peanut butter so I mean, do you know details of this? Like, do you cook the pizza and then put the peanut butter on? Or do you put the peanut butter on before you cook it? Like, No, no, no you go on after. It goes on after. So you cook the pizza and then put the peanut butter on the pizza, I think. Well, that's how I'm doing it. So, okay. um, so yeah, that'll be, that'll be coming up next. Nice. You are a fan of peanut butter. No wonder you've chosen that one first. But, yeah. <laughs> but the, the thing is, you don't want to go too out, outrageous. Right. Now we've come to the new section of the show, which is Don and Helen's Unusual Eats. So we have been recommended by someone on Instagram to try, I don't know if you can see that, peanut butter on pizza. So that is what we'll be doing today. It's, um, we'll be scoring on three categories. Uh, usefulness, which is a think is an important thing for food. Food should be quite useful. Um, aesthetic and taste. I'm a bit concerned that <laughs> it, I like peanut butter, but it's um, not sure. Although we have had it in a burger before, peanut butter in a burger, and that's nice. Yeah, yeah, so, th- that's true. So we have had it in, in, in savouries. <laughs> Right, so um, I think we should just go for it. Crack on, do you think? Yeah, I'm ready. Right, here we go. So, okay. Right, let's give it. Cheers, chin chin. Oh, nice, thanks. Some lovely sound effects for everyone now. (laughs) Oh. I'll tell you what, this, this isn't bad. This is, what do you think, what are you thinking? It's, um, I'm not sure. It's soft. It it kind of makes it more of a moist, nice word, moist (laughs) food. Um, the peanut butter doesn't take anything away from the pizza. And the pizza doesn't seem to take anything away from the peanut butter. I'm not sure that it goes perfectly together. But 
It's a tomato, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's a plain pizza, so you taste the tomato quite a bit with it. Like, I'm not sure that the tomato and the peanut butter is the one, personally. It's yeah. not, like, yeah, like it's you said, not it's not bad. bad. Just wouldn't be my first choice. Yeah, if it was on a menu, <laughs> I wouldn't say, you know what? I, I want peanut butter on my pizza, please. Do you know what it has made me think, though? Go. I reckon, like, a sweet pizza, mm. peanut butter and Nutella. Oh, Right? Like a Snickers pizza. Can someone suggest that? Yeah. Yeah, if someone can suggest that, we'll try that one next quite willingly. Yeah. Just get a pizza base. <laughs> yes. But you can get them from most lead supermarkets, can't you? Pizza yeah. Bases. And, um, we'll make it. We'll make a pizza base. Let's face it, I'm not going to make a pizza base. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm ready to score. Okay. So we'll make it out of 10. I think I'm going to give this. A for aesthetic. We'll do it in order of t- so yeah. taste. We'll go with taste first. Okay. Taste. I'm going to give it a five point two. Point two. Five point two. <laughs> That's really precise. Yeah. Okay. So five point two out of out of ten. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's not my first choice, but it's not the end of the world. So I reckon I'll go 5.5. 5.5. Five. I'll give it a 5.5 for taste. 5.5 five is good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I'll continue to eat it. Um, I'll probably finish the pizza. <laughs> but I wouldn't I wouldn't choose it as an option. Um, yeah, so 5.2. That's it. That's, I'm sticking to that. 5.2. No. Appearance. Appearance. I'm not going to lie. It doesn't look great. 1.1. <laughs> It was really quiet. Well, we've got three kids. And, um... Where are you going with this? That's not an unfamiliar sight. Oh, you went there. I did. Ooh. That is, um... For those people just listening, the peanut butter sort of running down the front of the pizza. <laughs> um, but if you're watching on YouTube and you're a parent, you know. You know what I'm talking about. Not great, so I'm gonna yeah. What did I say? One, one point three, one point three. I think I'm gonna go for. It looks horrible. I mean, I'm just I'm gonna go straight out one, one, one. She's straight to the point. Yeah, I think it could look worse. Like there could be bugs on it. And if one is zero, if one is baseline, okay, fair enough. There has to be some. So point three, um, usefulness. You couldn't take it to the cinema, like in your bag, could you? No. Um, I mean, I suppose if you were, if you weren't buying the pizza, like from a pizza delivery place, mm-hmm. and you had it, I don't know, in the freezer or something to cook, and you only had a plain cheese one, and you wanted to jazz it up a little bit, I guess you've given yourself another option. Most people would have peanut butter in the cupboard, I'm sure. Yeah. So I suppose... If it was burnt, if you'd accidentally burnt your pizza, yeah, it might be a way to resuscitate some moisture. (laughs) You know how the the, the tomato sometimes dries out when you burn a pizza. Yeah, could could remoisten it. Okay. Um, So I suppose it's not it's not not useful. No, I'm gonna give it maybe like a two point four. I I was gonna say a three. Three. I'll give it a three. A three. So, Most easy way to jazz up a pizza. So the scores will be, I think, that side above Helen's head. 
and we'll put them up there. So yeah, that is um, that is yeah. Don and Helen eats peanut butter pizza. Right. Well, that was that was interesting. <laughs> it was. <laughs> right. So we have we want to play a game because you guys don't really know us too much yet. We want to put forward have putting a game in place so we can um, have some fun and it's like a yeah a bit of a weird weird trivia game it is isn't that right it is indeed do you want to so it's called without a doubt some of you may have heard of it before yeah and if you if you if you want to sponsor us without a doubt then (laughs) um feel free step in Right, so are you going to go first? Are you are you the card master? Do you want me to? Shall I read the question? I think you should be the person that reads because I'm yeah I'm illiterate. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, okay, so I'm going to start with this one. So, right. what is faster, the speed of air coming out of a nose during a sneeze, or the top speed of a Japanese high speed bullet train? What a question. So what is so what's faster? What is a sneeze faster or a train? Out of yeah, so the speed of air coming out of your nose in a sneeze versus a Japanese bullet train. Oh. Um, I, I I'm gonna say it's a sneeze. I mean it sounds like A train never like, made sure my eyes fall out. And uh, they're pretty fast though, those Bullet trains aren't yeah, they, they're pretty fast, but I don't. Think... These can make your eyes fall out. <laughs> this is true. I think that's a myth, but I'm going to go with it because it feels like they're going to fall out sometimes when you have a really, do you have a really good one, really good sneeze, like makes you feel clear afterwards. That kind of sneeze. Yeah. One of them is like yeah. it's pretty. Epic. They're usually the ones that like sneak up on you, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The really aggressive, like, like. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Like Let... everyone within a mile knows that you've done it. Yeah, which is really yeah. bad at the moment. Like with COVID, <laughs> you sneeze, people leave. People hide. Yeah. It's like no! duck behind bushes. No! Yeah. <laughs> Don't want those particles. Yeah. It's yeah, it's pretty pretty horrific. But yeah, I um yeah, so I'm gonna go with sneeze to be honest. I think I think I think that's I think that's probably a good show. Do you reckon it do you reckon it is? Let's have a look. Let's have a, okay, let's already. have a look. Oh, bullet trains are faster. Oh. They tricked us. Do you know what? I'm disappointed with that. They can... Do you want to know the stats? Yeah. So, bullet trains can travel at top speeds of 200 miles an hour compared to sneezers, which travel at roughly 100 miles an hour, which, although it lost, that's still pretty impressive. That's pretty pretty fast, isn't it? And how fast is the bullet train, sorry? 200. 200 miles miles an hour. Imagine putting your face out the window. Probably wouldn't have much left of it. We're just flapping around for la 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 la. That'd be pretty. Oh, that'd be awesome. Get get yourself a Labrador. And let the window down. They have enough fun in the car going seventy. Yeah. Oh, a windsock. <laughs> uh, they'll just yeah, they'll inflate. <laughs> It'd be like, <laughs> like a balloon animal. Wow, two hundred miles an hour. That's that's special. That's pretty something, isn't it? Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't want to have to stop it. Imagine, imagine he's trying to stop. He's trying to stop at two hundred mile an hour. Like if something was out on the track, you might, might as well say goodbye to it. What do you mean by stop it? Like when you say stop it, like, make, I, like have be... visions of like someone stood there with Not... their hand out ready to catch it. <laughs> I don't mean they're like <laughs> they stand much chance Not to be Superman. honest. I'm talking about the actual <laughs> the actual person driving the train. Oh, 
okay. The person driving the train, right. if they had to try and stop the train. Like an emergency stop. Emergency stop. No. You know, granny walks out, didn't see anything. Into the tracks. Do you bother even trying? Just keep going. <laughs> Just keep going. Like, at the end of the day, it's... She wouldn't know about it, would she? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> 200 miles an hour, click, gone. And anyone that's going to get offended by that, remember, this is this is a... A mythical granny <laughs> and a hypothetical train. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a real... We're uh, not condoning... Hitting ki- grannies with trains. Yeah. But... Yeah. But out of... Yeah. That's that's fast. That's a fast train. That's a fast train. Right, do, do you okay, one? next one. Yeah, go on. I do. This is quite an apt one for us. Go so, on. and all the other parents out there... Does an average four-year-old child ask more or less than 600 questions a day? Far, 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 far more. I mean, to an extent, I think it depends on the child. I mean, so we have we don't have a four-year-old, but we have a, a five-year-old and a literally yesterday just turned three-year-old. Happy birthday, Jacob. And <laughs> they literally couldn't be more different. So with regards to this question... Jake, the three, the three, they're saying four-year-old. That's four why year I've old. gone. So we've got one either side of that. So you've got one side. He doesn't ask any questions because he doesn't really talk. Doesn't much, really does he? talk he's, his sentences. He's quite yet. delayed in speech. Um, and then you've got Amelia, our five-year-old, who never shuts up and yeah. is always asking questions. So, well, between that them, makes it a bit difficult between, for us. Between them, <laughs> they're probably about eight hundred questions. I reckon. Do you think it's going to? That's be the halfway. I mean, like, I think, I think what this is trying to do, like, 600 questions, though. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, kids ask a lot of questions, but 600, that's a lot of questions. But I suppose there's a lot of things during the day that you probably don't even and think of. Like, can I have a drink yeah. or something that you wouldn't even... No, that's valid. That's valid. And and are they questions that they question out loud or is it ones that they think about? Because if you're a kid, you're constantly thinking, how does that work? What does that do? Why did the sun come up this morning? Was it a chariot with a rope? Well, yeah. Does a four-year-old? I don't really remember. I don't remember I don't four. Remember... Four. No. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I was born at ten. I was thinking born at ten. Yeah, because that's that's as far back as I can remember. I, anything I don't remember didn't happen. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's it. Anything Scrap I don't remember. Ten years of your life. Yeah, gone. <laughs> that's it. There was no ten for the first ten years of my life. Right. I started at ten. That's what happened? Wow. Yeah, I think so. I think you're just trying to knock 10 years off your age, personally. <laughs> oh, harsh. Thank you. Yes, well, anyway. I, I want to be 26. You'd be 25 if you took oh, 10 yeah. years off your age. Yeah, there you go. She just knocked a year off. Thank you, babe. Keep that up. <laughs> At least one of us knows. <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, back to the question. So, does an average four-year-old child ask more or less question, uh, less than 600 questions per day? Per day. I think also, more. Also, just, just, um, just throw it out there, that doesn't include the when you put them to bed and suddenly they're asking if they can have more juice and if they can have another story and if they can just go to the toilet one more time. Does that not count that? No, it does. Oh, that's yeah, what then, I'm saying. It does include yeah, that. over 600. That's what I'm 600. thinking. They, <laughs> Amelia doesn't stop asking questions. Doesn't okay, stop. So we are solely basing this question on, on one our child. five-year-old daughter, and we are saying more than 600. And the answer is less. It is uh, less. Is, is it I feel gender- like all the parents out there right now are going, bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a load of crap. Yeah, that's crap. That's definitely not the truth. But yeah, 
Well, ours, ours definitely is more than 600. I've got numbers One here. of them. Do you want to say... Oh, it's a statistics. The average four-year-old asks 437 questions per day. Right. The average. Still quite a lot. The yeah, average. I suppose it, once, you, once you take in Jacob that has no questions, that kind of thing. And then we've got, like, if you are 16-year-old, or 15-year-old, beg your pardon, he doesn't talk. Like, he doesn't even talk to his friends. He just types. <laughs> just rattling away on his computer. He is a teenager. He's a teenager. So... Modern day teenager. Yeah. Maybe... Oh, don't know. Anyway, next question. Come on. Okay. So, what has more calories? A McDonald's cheeseburger or Vile two things. large bananas? Oh, it's got to be two large bananas. They're calorific. Are they? They're pretty calorific. Really good for you. Full of potassium. Mm. Good. Full of potassium. Stop those cramps when you run. But mm. I think that judging by how full you get off a banana. Yeah. And and it is specifying lar- two large bananas. Large bananas. Yeah, I not reckon. Not just any banana. No. Not, no. <laughs> a well-endowed banana. <laughs> banana. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with two bananas. And plus, a McDonald's cheeseburger. I mean, especially these days, it's like... <laughs> yeah. It's, not, <laughs> it's, it's nothing, not, is it? It's, it's not really a, 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 a digestive feat to consume it. It's, no. um Yeah, they're getting they're getting smaller. Oh, my hands are getting bigger. That could be it. My hands might be bigger. I've got big hands. Have you, ever, have you saw the the um, Douglas Tate episode and you're watching it? My hands look huge. They look... They do. They, they look like they could... Yeah, Hulk hands. Hulk hands. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. So I think so it's the bananas. bananas. See, yeah. Oh, I think bananas. Oh, yeah, it's got to be. Okay. Okay. So. Oh. It's the cheeseburger. Oh. It's the cheeseburger, but it is pretty close. So a cheeseburger, a McDonald's cheeseburger. Sorry, contains three hundred and one calories. McDonald's. I don't know where that one came from, but we don't want you as a sponsor. Anyway, carry on. Um, you've got, okay. I've, I've thrown you. I've you thrown have. You. you have. <laughs> I've thrown you. So <laughs> McDonald's cheeseburger. McDonald's cheeseburger contains three hundred and one calories. Oh, one calorie. Where do you think one calorie comes yeah, from? Yeah, that's something like that's that sesame oh, seeds. Do they have sesame seeds on those buns? Um, no, I don't no. think they do. Not on those little ones. So that can't be where that one calorie comes from. So two the lettuce. It's always the lettuce. That one calorie's got to be the lettuce, isn't it? Damn you, lettuce. Yeah, see? It could have been a nice round number, threw the lettuce in, messed it all up. They don't put lettuce in the cheeseburgers, though, do they? I don't know. No, do they don't. No, they're really, like, simple, aren't they? It's just, like, the, the Right, burger. if anyone knows where that one calorie comes from... Maybe the, the little, tiny little splodge of mustard you get. <laughs> uh, maybe. Calorie in mustard. Yeah, um, maybe. Anyway, so the large banana, two large bananas are 242 calories. 242. Yeah. I have four. So there's not a huge amount in it, but. No, that's pretty good. That's but yeah, good. the um, the cheeseburgers, the cheeseburger ticket. Right. Next question. Do you want another one? Yeah, we'll give, a, give another one. Okay. Um. Okay, here we go. Oh, she's so, found one. 
are children more or less likely to suffer from arachnophobia after watching a Spider-Man film? <laughs> yep. Yeah, so for people that might not know, arachnophobia is the fear of arachnids, a.k.a. Spiders. spiders. Creepy, crawly spiders. I love spiders. Spiders are awesome. I think, realistically, it's a good question. I like that, right? But I think, realistically, if I saw the Spider-Man movie as a child, it hasn't specified age. No, no, it's just as children. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be out there trying to find one of them radioactive spiders and wanting it to bite me. Yeah, I mean, I do feel like, obviously it was like a, a deadly spider, but it wasn't. So, it was just it was just radioactive. It just bit him and radioactified him. That's a word. Yeah. It is now. But like there was like the fear when they realised it was out. There was the fear of it and things. So yeah. Like although there is that side to it, I think you definitely like ultimately from what happens. Surely, as a kid, that's like the dream, isn't it? You got you got to weigh your odds, don't you? It's like get bit by a spider but be a superhero yeah is is pretty pretty hardcore like throw back to episode 1 of the chatting breeze podcast that was george's powers of choice yes he said he well he queried did he get the web slinging and the the wall climbing mm. i was harsh and said no he gets one it was a superpower he he opted to go with um, flying in the end, but it's a pretty cool collection of power just from a spider bite. So I think that you no know, children didn't get scared and so get so the question is so are children more or less likely to suffer from arachnophobia? Less, so you're saying less likely. Less likely, I think. Okay, they were going to want it. They're going to want that bite. Yeah. I think I agree with you. Oh, did so, you hear that? I'm glad this is on tape. Uh, she agrees. Anyway, so the answer is they are less likely to fear spiders. Ooh. So there you go. If you don't want your kids to grow up scared of spiders, just whack on Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Awesome. I love that. Yes. I think we should have one more. I've one enjoyed, more? I enjoy, I'm enjoying this. Okay. Um. Okay. I'm going to end on this one. Oh. On average, what takes more years of training? Becoming a GP in the UK or becoming a sushi, <laughs> sushi chef? And I'm not editing this out. <laughs> in Japan. A sushi chef. Su- <laughs> sushi. <laughs> sushi Everyone listening chef. now who isn't like surrounded by a load of people on a train or something is going to be like trying to say it yeah. to see if they can do yeah. it. Sushi Even if you're on a chef, train, do it. I think that because I know that there's there's some real art to sushi. Sushi master. I tried to make sushi before. Yeah. It was a disaster. It tasted good. It but... tasted good. Yeah. Looked like it had already been digested. <laughs> um. Yeah, it, it was pretty rank. Um. But it tasted all right. So I reckon that sushi masters... I mean, how long does it take to become a GP in the UK, do you reckon? I would say four years. Yeah. Do you think? Any GPs out there? <laughs> four years? I think four years is pretty 
Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think that's probably where it's at. Okay. Um Okay. So your answer is gonna be My answer is a sushi chef. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. So Okay. So <laughs> well, you were right in that it is indeed a sushi chef. That's the uh, trick, isn't it? You she, just leave that little gap in the middle. She, it's when she you try it. You <laughs> translate to... too quickly. Um, but, so, typically, they undergo 10 years of training. See? 10 years Legions. to make sushi. No wonder you couldn't do it after, after like, 10, 10 minutes. 10 minutes at a YouTube video. <laughs> um, you can learn anything from YouTube. However, it that is only slightly more than the nine years of training undertaken by an average GP. So apologies to any GPs that may be listening, where we've just said it only takes you four years to know everything you know. Apologies, nine years. Yeah, well done. Well done, GPs. (laughs) Good on you. You're doing a good service. (laughs) We'd like to say thank you for all your work over this pandemic and before. Um, But it's, yeah, but nine years. Nine years. That's pretty impressive. It's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. So I've got, um, I'm going to put a little tune to this. So oh. it's going to be Don's Did You Know? Yes. Yes. Right. So I've got my new Did You Know? So hang on. Have you I've... done like background on this? No. Like, no okay. You've not done this yet, no, have you? So basically, I'm going to step in there and introduce this one for you. Thank you. So anyone who knows Don will know or would have heard him say at some point, did you know, followed by various random obscure facts, it's like, it's his thing. It's my thing. So seeing as it's his thing, of course, we thought it's only right that we bring it onto the podcast. It gets its own segment. It does indeed. So each podcast we do, where it's us anyway, possibly not with guests, we'll see. We are going to do... This t- this week's, shall we say? Yeah. Don's Did You Know? Don's Did You Know? Yeah. So, Don's Did You Know? Again, I'll make a jingle for it. It'll be good. Maybe not for this episode, but we'll get one there. So, this Don's Did You Know is Did you know that Cleopatra was closer in time to the creation of the iPhone as she was to the creation of the pyramids? Wow. Hey, bet you didn't know that. Yeah. That's be- quite a good one. Yeah, because Cleopatra, you you think, right, she's gonna she's gonna be around the pyramids times because yeah. that's she's like obviously, yeah, yeah. You, when you're learning about the Egyptians. Yeah, she's in there. Yeah, she's, she's in one there of the big that. names, her but, and Tutankhamun. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. They 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 were the, the MVPs of yeah. the Egyptian world. But the time scale that ancient Egyptians spread over was so long. The creation of the pyramids, the Great Pyramids, was so much before her that she's actually closer to us or closer to the creation of the iPhone as she was to the creation of the pyramids. So that's an interesting fact fact of the week. Don's did you know for this week? That is interesting. It's right. a good one. Yeah, I thought that was quite good. Well, that was quite good. So, have we got any news to share? Have we got anything anything that's coming up? I I did um. I did an art class. I I taught an art class, actually, not Mm. did one. I taught an art class for the first time ever um, for a little art community group. 
and um, I was teaching them how to do portraits, which was quite nice. I was very nervous because I'm used to talking to a microphone, but not talking to lots of people. And there was there was there was a lot of them, and they all had white hair. All of them had white hair. Not 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 a not a pigmented <laughs> follicle in sight. But uh, see, I reckon I reckon that it wasn't actually so much that you were nervous of speaking in front of an audience because again anyone who knows you knows that confidence is not something you lack so I reckon it was actually less about that and I think it was more about the fact that you were although you were teaching them about portraits because they mainly this art group mainly do like watercolor painting and stuff yeah, if I'm right they yeah. Do, yeah. so painters, yeah. so although portraits aren't their thing so they are there to learn it because it's not their niche if mm-hmm. you like in, yeah. in the art world at the same time they do obviously know what what they're talking about and what you're therefore talking about so they have like they've got the sort of basics down so they yeah. sort of do know what you'll be talking about and I reckon that was probably more what was nerve-wracking for you yeah is that you didn't want to you're meant to be there teaching them so you didn't want them to be sat there thinking well I already know that yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> like it's a yeah, teaching Nan how to suck eggs. Yeah, it's like, I didn't. I thought I felt a little underqualified. If yeah. I'm honest, I felt a little bit underqualified to tell them how to do stuff. However, they 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 said they got a lot from it. They said they they enjoyed the lesson. They learned a lot. So that's that's nice. I just wanted them to have fun. That that was that was yeah my my personal big event. I think um. I think your big event. I'm going to speak on your behalf. Okay. Because, um, yeah, I'll that, allow. I'm that kind of that kind of guy. <laughs> I reckon your big event was the organisation of Jacob's birthday. Yeah. Because that wasn't easy. I looked <laughs> on from the sidelines, just like, okay, well, this is all going to plan. Yeah. But I didn't plan any of it. Yeah, for a birthday that realistically he was three, so he's not even going to remember, is he? No. <laughs> Let's face it. Does anyone remember their third birthday? No. No. Yes, no, not. No. But now we have social media, so it's documented. So you know it's got to look good because <laughs> now look- we can look back on it and be like, "You did a crap job." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so pressure's on. We can um, and we want. Yeah, I wanted to thank. I wanted. I wanted to thank the cake creator. Oh, the the yeah. mastermind behind his cake now his, his cake i will put a like a some sort of picture on the social media on instagram facebook um of his cake just so you can see it um and yeah big thank you big thank you to hayley who made the cake um she's done a brilliant job and i think she should go into business I think... She's going to spoiler <gasps> alert. Spoiler alert. She's going into <laughs> business. We um I was I work in a school. You if you watched any of the previous episodes, you'll know that I'm I'm the school caretaker, a premises manager, yeah. in fact. Um which means caretaker in Latin. Um <laughs> But one of the teachers at the school had seen the photos of the cake. Oh. And she said, is this what Hayley's going to be doing from now on? No, really. I said, I hope so. However, I'm going to be overweight because the cake was yeah. delicious. It was delicious. Yeah, it literally, it looked amazing and it tasted just as good. It was even better than the peanut butter on pizza. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, not a lot tops, tops pi- that cake. cake. That was pretty, pretty epic. Yeah. 
I think that's awesome. And I think that that is going to be enough for this week's episode. My first episode. Episode <laughs> one for Helen. Right. Did it. Yeah, you did it. No, so I think, yeah, I'll, we'll leave it there. And um, have a good week. Love you all. Bye. Hi, guys. If you want to get involved in our show, make sure you head down to speakpipe.com forward slash chat and breeze and leave us a voicemail. We'll pick it up. We'll listen. We might even play it on the show.